0: back to the Women on Marvel podcast where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. This is Sarah Monet, director of content and character development. And we have two newbies to the podcast. Um, today is our Star Wars reading guide and we're bringing you guys the editors from the Star Wars
1: series. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves?
2: My name is Jordan D. White and I am the editor of the Star Wars line.
1: And my name is Heather Antos and I am the assistant editor on the Star Wars line. We have a token male in the house. Yeah. His name is, is Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: mean, we've had we we have guys on this podcast. Very it's not rarely, like, though. Yeah. This is a big deal, Jordan.
2: Is it? Yes. Am, I, am I part you of are. an elite chosen few?
1: Yeah, we, we try to Excellent. avoid the men as possible. Does much it get a T shirt? You guys should start like handing T shirts out. So we should have I to am a woman with. of Marvel. <laughs> oh, oh that would be better, actually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
3: want to give it too much importance, but if we say I'm a woman of Marvel, we should start giving that on panel. That would be a good t-shirt <laughs> we in have general. Yeah, t-shirts yeah. for ourselves. Yes. yeah. First. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should make
2: those and then Maybe and steps. then like give away like the best question at the panel. Anyway, we're doing really anyway. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> woman of Marvel. Sorry. Podcast yeah. about the gotta,
1: we Marvel we gotta, podcast. Yeah, yeah. we got to push the brand. Well,
0: as <laughs> an exciting remark today is the seventy fifth episode
2: of this podcast. Nice.
0: And on that note, sort of, Jordan, can you talk a little bit
2: about how you started editing these comics? Sure. Um, well, as you all know, uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel are both owned by Disney, Um, and uh, at some point after after getting Lucasfilm, Disney said, hey, we happen to own the best company to make comic books in the entire country, why don't we have them make the Star Wars comics? Hmm. No offense to other companies, I'm a little biased. Um, <laughs> and so, so we, they uh, behind uh, behind closed doors. There was a lot of secrecy that we knew this was happening, <laughs> and uh, because I was told that I would be editing these books in November of twenty hmm thirteen, I think.
3: That
1: sounds yeah, all right. November yeah. of twenty
2: thirteen. At the time, no one even knew that Marvel was going to be starting to do. Uh, Star Wars books, and I was told you can't even tell the other editors, like you can't tell anyone. So at the, at the time, only people who knew were me, my boss Nick Lowe, and like people higher up the food chain. Like no one, I was I was not allowed to tell anyone, and I was so excited, and I wanted to tell every person on Earth, but I had to be like, my wife, I can tell you, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <me> <Earth." laughs> um, and uh, and then we had we, we we were very fortunate in that we had a full year. To, to prepare for the launch, because our first books went on sale um, in January of this year. So we had the entire year to work up who our, our team was going to be, who our writers, who our artists were going to be, and worked very closely with Lucasfilm on all of those things, on uh, getting... Uh, getting everybody on the same page of what what the creative teams we thought would be going to be the best to launch everything would be what the best uh, characters to focus on would be when we did miniseries and things like that and uh, it's been great it's been great because they're they're very they're very interested in collaborating with us and in, in working with us to put out the best comics we can um, we were very fortunate in that the very the, the the team we wanted most of all for the first Star Wars book. Was writer Jason Aaron and artist John Cassaday. We we showed them to Lucasfilm and said, "These are our top choice. This is our top choice," and they absolutely agreed with us. They said, "These guys are great." At the time, John and Jason had no idea we were shopping them around. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, uh, we we knew ahead of time that they were both big fans of Star Wars. So when we did go to them and said, "Do you want to launch these series?" They they jumped at the opportunity and. Uh, it's been it's been terrific ever since then we've we've done uh, like i said we've we've been working very closely with them and it's yeah it's it's been paying off
3: there's been uh and and it's and they're fantastic books they're beautifully uh, made books and what's great is that you guys can do likeness of the actors sure. which yeah. is a really big deal yeah um and of course so there's jokes inside of editorial because they have all of the amazing talent. Star Wars is taking all of our best writers and our best artists. Um, so no it's hard to, to put out covers. And, uh, but it, it's definitely worth it because it's selling. It's doing very, very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we take a step back and talk about... The the story, like when you guys were mapping out, when you had this year to develop content, which is so rare in Marvel comics I mean, time. I, that's just, <laughs> it's so, so rare.
2: I don't want to make it sound like like we literally started on January first. I mean, we didn't, right, but you we had were, some we time. We were just beginning. Like sure. we hadn't like we hadn't even pitched the writers and the artists yet at that point.
3: So so why don't you talk about like the the story development process and the, what the vision was for what this line was going to be? Because we knew we were going to do Star Wars, but we knew it was going to be beyond that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, kind of walk us through what the planning process for rolling out these books were and also where star star wars would fit within you know the, the Lucasfilm cinematic universe is that the sure, way? star sure. wars universe yeah
2: well i'll start there i mean the first thing is that when when they shifted over to us it was it was coinciding with a big change in Lucasfilm's story philosophy um, because they had been do- but yeah. because they had been bought by disney um, and disney was saying we're going to do a whole new slate of films that take place after Return of the Jedi, a lot changed story-wise for them because uh, in the years before they had done hundreds, if not thousands of stories uh, set throughout the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Many of them set specifically after Return of the Jedi um, because they didn't I think at the time, they didn't really think they were necessarily going to do movies after that. You know what I mean? So they said, that that's a good place that people can do tons of novels. People could do whole series of novels. And there literally were novels set hundreds of years after Star Wars after the Star Wars movies
1: hundreds yeah. of years before there even, was thousands of yeah, years, thousands before. Of years the before the timeline that they like, had
2: been writing about went went from thousands of years before the first Star Wars movie to hundreds of years after so you had stories about
1: Luke's great-grandchildren their great-grandchildren yeah. so
2: on some level there was there wasn't going to be a lot of surprise if you were going to stick to that Story universe
3: and they were considered canon. They were considered yeah. there was a there was a, a tier
2: of canon. Yeah. Like it was like the movies are the most canon, and if the movies ever contradict <laughs> yeah. the the, the, the non movie canon, the movies win. Yeah, but they would tr- do their best. You know what I mean? But like I said, I think they they didn't believe they were going to be doing those movies anytime soon, so they weren't that worried about it. Once it became clear they were definitely going to be doing those movies, and Everybody basically knew the story of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and, and Princess Leia after the Return of the Jedi. They went, we, we have to reconsider things. They they basically retired the old expanded universe. They took all the old stories and said, we're going to call those legend from now on, legends. And so you can still you can still buy them, but they're labeled as legends. And all the all the all the the comic books that were done before what we did have been considered legend uh, legends, including the old Marvel ones as well. Like they all have been. Compound taken out that. of continuity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and going forward, there's a group called Lucasfilm Story Group who is involved in every single thing that is done with Star Wars, whether it be the comic books, whether it be the novels, whether it be the cartoons, the movies, the, the video, video games. games. Yeah. Um yeah. Every single thing that Lucasfilm does, Star Wars-wise, it, the st- Story Group finds out about and is involved in the, the making sure that it's part of the overall story. So everything we've done is considered absolutely canon just like the movies just like the Rebels cartoon show same with the the Del Rey books that are coming out now the, the Disney publishing books that are coming out now they're all part of the same larger Star Wars story Oh, so that was a lot to say. That was a lot to say. Just to say we're in continuity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we count.
3: But this is what it's like to talk to Jordan D. White, you guys. I
2: didn't actually know
0: any of that. That was really interesting information. But it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, I think okay, a okay. lot of
3: people who are not familiar, well, I mean, we're not familiar with Star Wars, but not, also unfamiliar with the fact that we tell stories within a larger continuity mm-hmm. and universe. And I think Lucasfilm does that a lot, far more intensely than even Marvel does that. Like well, we, we have our
2: pockets. The way we do it is—I mean, that's the—that's the thing. It's been interesting trying to meld them because we do it very differently than they do it. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, their their whole thing is that they their stories are all on a timeline, right? And ours—I mean, ours technically are on a timeline, but it's a timeline that basically just goes forward. It's
3: a vague. It's a vague timeline. <laughs> no, also. I mean, all of our stories, <laughs>
2: yeah. generally speaking, all of our stories take place right now. Yeah. And some of them used to take place five minutes ago, but yeah. like you know what I mean? We don't tend to be like, well, this is this takes place in the early years, and this is the late years. Whereas with Lucasfilm, that is what it is.
1: They have 32 BBY, 22 BBY. This is when those stories took place specifically on that, you know, on that chart. Right,
2: right. Like, like we're, We've mostly done stories that take place during the original trilogy, but there's stuff that could take place during the prequel trilogy. There's stuff between the two trilogies. There's stuff that takes place after the original trilogy. There's stuff that takes place now during the new movies, which are 30 years later. Um, so our philosophy on it actually was was based on trying to make it a little bit more marvel for us at the very beginning, in that when we started, the first three books we did were Star Wars, Darth Vader, and Princess Leia, and we made a very conscious effort to say all three of these books take place in the same era. They all take place after A New Hope, Episode Four, right. and before Empire Strikes Back. Right. And the reason we did that was because that way it's closer to what Marvel does with the Avengers books or the X-Men books. All the Avengers books take place at the same time Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) Right. Therefore, they all share a universe and they can affect each other. If something something happens in one, it could be reflected in the other. And we said, we want to be able to do that, which is great because that is what is able to lead to the Vader-Down crossover we're Mm -hmm. doing right now. It's the Darth Vader book and the Star Wars book literally coming together for a, a larger story that involves them both.
3: So this entire... So how... Long is, I guess, the first year of Star Wars. Are you guys like, if you, if we, you know, I don't know what's happening in the Star Wars plans. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give anything away. Actually, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you're saying that the, the that year one, for example, that is going to be right after Episode Four. Mm-hmm. If we do a re- year two, is that going to stay consistent? Like,
2: uh, well, like I think we wouldn't change when the Star Wars book takes place until we. You know, made a, a larger change that would involve probably relaunching the book. Yeah. As far as we're concerned, the Star Wars main title that we do is probably going to stay in that era for the foreseeable future. It's 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 possible at some point we will get to Empire Strikes Back and like it'll it'll get to that and then pass it. I don't see that happening right away because yeah, there's a there's a few years leeway in the story there, and also if there's one thing that Marvel is, I think, very good at, it's you know. Telling a lot of stories condensed into a short period of time. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. We, we tell, uh, you know, the entire Marvel Universe takes place over the course of what, 10 years? Something I mean, like that? Something Even though like we've been that, doing yeah. 40, 50 years of stories, depending on the 76. Bar. Well, depends how far back. <laughs> yeah. I, was going, I was counting to like Fantastic Four, but yeah. all right. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Oh, so you asked? So that's that was our main philosophy okay. when we went into it. We wanted to start like that, but then since then, we've developed different books that take place in different eras, tying in with different things. When uh, the book *Canaan* uh, mm-hmm. is tying in with the *The Rebels* series, and so it takes place—well, actually, it takes place in two different eras. It does. Basically,
1: it's 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 a lot of flashbacks. Right. It's a lot of. It takes place during yeah during the Rebel era, which right. is in between you know episodes three and four. Um, When the rebel bands are starting to, you know, pop up throughout the galaxy. But Kanan, the main character, Mm -hmm. used to be um, a Jedi Padawan. Um, So we see flashbacks to during the Clone Wars and um, during that time period. So we have, yeah, we're playing with like a 15 year span there. So, okay, so Heather, why don't you tell us a little bit about, like,
3: your participation, like, what you do, obviously. This is also good, helpful for people as a reminder as to what assistant editors do and, you know, and also, like, your background with Star Wars. Like, is this, were you a fan? Did you, did you, when, when you found out you were going to be Jordan's assistant, did you freak out? Uh, a little, little bit because you knew you were going to Wars. I'm
1: a, I'm a huge Jordan fan. Huge, I know. <laughs> I mean,
2: I've
1: been trying to grow that uh, a similar mustache for years, and it's just mm-hmm. yeah. I can't I can't it's do it's justice. It's I know. Um, no, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I've been ever since I was a little kid. Um, when I was this this ages me, but I was nine when Phantom Menace came out, and we went on a, a field trip in school to go see the Phantom Menace. Oh God! And I know, I know. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm I in college. I can't talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I was so enthralled by the movie that I hid in the theater and just stayed and kept re-watching it so much because I loved it um, but yeah so'm I'm, I'm a huge star Wars fan, so you know um getting to work not only in the comic industry um but also on Star Wars has been just an amazing journey for me um but as for what I do, um basically I help. Uh, Jordan out in any way that I can uh, with the books. I work with the creators um, when we, when we're like you know brainstorming story ideas and plot ideas. Um, I'm I'm there to help uh, with any suggestions that may come up uh, with my vast Star Wars knowledge that I have. Um, I yeah. When the scripts come in, you make sure you get to Lucasfilm and get to the cre- uh, to the creative team. Um, check continuity things and technical things because there's a lot of that with star wars yeah. um and the fans know if you mess it up yeah. <laughs> uh and uh so yeah i'm just i'm 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 there to help out and assist in any way i can and it's uh pretty fun yeah so um you guys are
3: working on okay so why don't you give us like a rundown of like what you're working on next like Vader sure. Down is happening. Yeah, Va- That's Le- a big Vader Down is a big crossover event.
2: between yeah. Star Wars and Darth Vader. After Vader Down, uh, both of those series will continue. Star Wars is the book that focuses on Luke and the Rebel Alliance,
1: mm-hmm.
2: basically the main characters of the original Star Wars trilogy. Darth Vader focuses on, shockingly. Darth Vader. Oh, my what? God.
1: <laughs> but, but he's got some new uh, new friends in he that does. book. Uh, yeah.
2: That's a book where, yeah, Kieran Gillen get, got to create a bunch of new characters for that. And he's Kieran is an evil genius, and he created <laughs> some evil, evil, and amazing characters. Uh, he, he created some evil uh, droids that we love. This uh, protocol torture droid <laughs> called Triple Zero, who is very uh, polite and... Sick and deadly, and then a very short <laughs> astromech droid that has like tons of cannons and guns hidden in him called BT One. They're both amazing.
1: And then he also created this uh, droid archaeologist. Mm-hmm. She's like a, uh,
2: which is to say, she's not a droid. She's not a
1: droid. She's an archaeologist of droids. It's right. um, <laughs> like a dream job. Yeah. Sure. Droids yeah. are are old enough that you can yeah. have antique droids in, in the Star yeah. Wars universe. Um, but her name's Afra, Doctor Afra, and she's wicked fun. Um, yeah, she's basically the Indiana Jones of the Star Wars universe. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Indiana Jane, I don't know. <laughs>
2: um, and I also say, to, to get a slight hint of what's going to be coming up in those two books, the the annuals, the Star Wars annual oh, yeah. and the Darth Vader annual, both come out in December, and uh, they're both written by Kieran Gillen, but they both also... Uh, relate directly to the next arcs. Yes, they will. They will
1: heavily influence the next arcs. So. Uh...
2: So those are both very important. Uh, the next miniseries we've got coming out is Obi Wan and Anakin. Yes. Uh, it, it takes place between Episode One and Two. Yeah. Uh, there's a ten year gap there actually, uh, so we get to see Anakin around twelve he, years old. Yep, I think he's twelve. And uh, and him and Obi Wan out in the world being Jedi's not during a war. What is that like? What do they do? How do they solve problems? It's pretty fun and interesting.
3: And there's also a few other miniseries that you guys have. Like, you've got Lando, which came out. Lando? That yeah, was a great, great.
1: Yeah. Chewbacca. Um, Chewbacca is just about to end. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we did Princess Leia. We did Shattered Empire, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, getting yeah. to expand into the territory in between Episode Six and the new movie.
2: And it tied in, it had a connection to the new movie um, in that... Um, well, this is family ties. Spoiler, yeah, there's, has a, there's family a family tie. ties. Let's, see, let's leave it at that. All right. To the new movie.
3: Well, I got I got to say what is so great about each of the creative teams that you guys have put together is everyone really has a strong like sensibility of, and of course, like I think you've grown up reading and, and watching Star Wars, like you have an understanding of what the tone of this series is about, what the characters are like, but really, like as soon as you pick up the first Star Wars issue. You feel like you're back there, you okay. know. You're at episode four, right after episode four, all over again, and the mood, the environment, like it's very, very. If you're a big fan, you're going to fall back in love, and you're going to get excited about Star Wars, and um, it's it's continuing in the the tradition of the great Star Wars stories that have come before. But it's so fresh and so new. And you guys are doing an awesome job. You should be very, oh, very proud of yourselves. Thank seriously. You very much. And they're selling like hotcakes. Our, our
2: job is easy because we work <laughs> with talented people. So. Yeah,
3: yeah. That is, well, corralling talented people is <laughs> <laughs> a tough job. They're like cats, guys. Yes. Yes. That's, uh, that's factually uh, true. That is,
0: because sometimes they'll just, like, lay there and not type.
3: <laughs> you just need them to
0: type. Well, we always get questions about, like, where people should start in comics, and I, I feel like the Star Wars line is a great line because there's not, you know, a, nothing against the Marvel 75 years of history, but, you know, you really only, like, pretty much everyone has seen the, the core Star Wars movies, that's all you need to pick up a book, mm-hmm. um, and you can buy them digitally. You can buy them um, on the Marvel Digital Comics app. You can buy them in Comicsology, and now some of them are actually in Marvel Unlimited, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've just started. They've just started uh, going up rel- relatively recently. Um, yeah, I've, I've had someone ask me like, "What is the best place to start in the Star Wars comics if you've never seen Star Wars movies?" And I said watch the Star Wars <laughs> Don't start with our comics. Our comics are great. I'm super proud of them. Watch those movies. They're terrific. They're You'll have terrific. a good time. If you don't like the movies, you might not like our comics. <laughs> There's a good chance. I mean, try them anyway. You never
1: know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's, and that's what I'm telling people, especially now it's December. It's like holiday season. You want to give some give. Some good gifts. Yeah. yeah, you should package like episodes four, five, six, and <laughs> um, and the Star Wars and our comics. because yeah. it's really like because I, I want to do a marathon. I'm gonna go right before I watch it. I'm gonna just marathon all of Star Wars, awesome. And I'm gonna get all the comics and just kind of huddle away and just get get pumped, get yeah. excited.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, well, yeah, that's a good point. If you if you know a Star Wars fan, um, but you don't necessarily know that they're into they're not necessarily into comics. I I do think that they're really yeah. accessible and right now yeah I'm,
3: very much so. The yeah. The first
2: Star Wars trade is out, the first Vader trade is out, Princess Leia trade is out, the Shattered Empire trade are, is out. The,
1: Kanan. the first Kanan
2: trade. Uh, at least those 5 are out. You've got all sorts of options that people could enjoy for a holiday present.
3: Absolutely. It's a great a great holiday pre- yeah. present. I'm surprised I I feel like they're going to do a big you should do like a collector's case. I'm sure David Gabriel's going to figure that out <laughs> at some point. Yeah, you better tell him like that It's yeah. yeah. Next gift box. <laughs> I I like see holiday it. season, yeah.
0: It's like at, at Disneyland they have, as part of the, uh, the, the holiday season thing they're doing, they have Star Wars-themed food.
1: Yeah, I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw. Mm-hmm. So you can get a
0: BB-8 uh, drink cup or a, a chewy drink cup, and you can get uh, like a lunch box that's like Star Wars themed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the,
2: so. the writer of uh, *Shattered Empire*, Greg Rucka, was just at uh, Disneyland, and he told me. They've got our comics displayed all yes, over the place. they're, all they're all yeah, yeah. Although he said, for some reason, the entire park doesn't have issue three of Shattered Empire. He was very. Dis- he was. He was like they That's were very weird. disappointed. <laughs> like, we can't find issue three.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, also, can I tell um, the folks out there about the fact that you will be? Uh, sure. Attending the premiere, uh, the Star Wars premiere. I will.
2: I will. It's very exciting. It's pretty crazy. It is. I, I, I'm very honored to have been invited. Uh, very, very few Marvel people uh, are
3: going. Yeah. Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, so, sadly, uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm the only person in the room who's going. I <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was very it was very nice of them to invite us, and, and I I am incredibly excited to go out and see the movie.
3: Look, I mean, you work your butt off on those comics, and uh, it shows. So I think that you should definitely go and you should have a great time. Well, thank you. And I wish you drank because then <laughs> you could just party it up with the stars. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'm kidding. You could be professional.
2: I, I, I will still party it up with the
0: stars. <laughs> you can just put some water in a cup and
3: say it's vodka, it's fine.
2: Where is it? <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: um, I, I think that hopefully that's a good reading guide for you guys if you're waiting in line to get into the theater or you are looking, you just came home from seeing the movie. Um, but the movie is out next Friday. So hopefully everyone is uh, is excited, and I have my you tickets. You can get tickets. I, I got my got tickets. tickets. At nine a.m. on Sunday morning. That's the only time we you're can get waiting tickets. until Sunday. I'm mostly waiting because I don't want to deal with waiting in line. You
2: don't think to wait
0: in line then? That's <laughs> nine a.m. on a Sunday. That's, um, that's so, a good. I used to like, do that. We got like a hot deal nine dollar matinee.
2: Oh, wow, nice. nice.
1: No, I used to do that though when I when I wanted to see movies but didn't want to you know deal with the people. Is like no one goes to the movies in on the a Sunday. On a Sunday, well, so, like, I think yeah. there are
2: showings at like four a.m. Jackie, stuff like that.
1: Our, our proofreader, Jackie, she was telling me the other day. She was like, "Yeah, Friday, uh, Friday the the eighteenth when it comes out, I'm going to see it at six thirty in the morning before work," and I'm like. What? What? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> that is crazy. That's motivation. So, yeah, man. not only is she getting up early enough that's to like attend a the movie yeah, exactly. at 6.30, but then she's going to come to the office to work a full day. After that. After that. Oh my God. A Friday. That's
2: dedication. And that's dedication. what Star Wars brings to people. That yeah. kind of dedication.
1: Love. Well, we
0: all grew up with it. Yeah. This is yeah. our childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's core. Nice. So. We'll go pick up the comics
3: in preparation. Bring them with you in line at uh, the movie theater. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll have a list of all the comics you can get digitally and in print on our guide on Marvel.com, so make sure you guys go look for that. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, You're do awesome. you guys have yeah. A a pleasure. Thank
2: you. Oh, yeah, of course. My Twitter is at Crackshot with a zero for an O instead of my name. <laughs> very, I've for very a long time. I'm very
1: professional. That's like mine.
3: Mine's just as unprofessional. Yeah, that's
2: right. So there you <laughs> go.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, and you can find me at um, this very creative, Heather Antos. Oh. Wow. The assistant editor has the more professional. <laughs> because she joined way later. Because I know. She way later. I know this is what happens with Twitter didn't become a thing until I was in college, guys, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh,
0: man. Uh, if you have questions for the Star Wars books, you can always tweet at them. Or if you have just questions for us at Marvel, uh, the Woman of Marvel, you can email us at, at com or tweet at Marvel, hashtag Women of Marvel. And also, the Women of Marvel were guests on uh, Be Honest with Carrie Champion. It is live on ESPNW. We'll have a link for that, so make sure you don't miss it. Uh, Next week, we will have some ESPNW ladies on to talk Impact 25. um, And all the covers are already out, so make sure you guys check those out. I think that's it. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Thanks again to Chloe and Elizabeth for joining us. And make sure you do not miss the mid-season finale of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Tuesday, December 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC. We'll see you guys next week. This is Marvel, your universe.